Good morning, this is Tim Carter, and welcome to Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. Let's Talk is a one-hour program devoted to issues and developments that are of importance to Sedalia and the surrounding communities. With each hour dedicated to a subject, many times with expert guests joining the hosts, Let's Talk can probe deeply into the issues of the week. Let's Talk is hosted by Ron Tolner, John Meehan, and Tim Carter. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk. In the studios, uh, we have uh, Tim Carter and I'm John Meehan. Uh, Ron Tolner is uh, having fun with his grandkids, and so he is not with us this morning. Uh, I, I'm sure that no one will miss him, but no, we've, we, we bid him safe travels. Uh, you know, we've got a really special lady in our studios this morning. Uh, you, you know, our paths had crossed many times over the years, and they were all, uh, uh, what a great time and a great, uh, uh, a very uh, a very diverse background you have with us. Uh, uh, so in our studios, if I could introduce uh, Ellie Wasson-Dugan. Ellie, and everybody knows Ellie as Ellie. Uh, so this is a program all about you know, uh, we want our listeners to know a little bit more about Ellie Wasson Dugan. So, Ellie, start it off. Where were you born and raised, and kind of what brought you to Sedalia? Uh, give us a little background here. Well, I tell you what, it was interesting. My husband was from uh, Bob Wasson, was from Sedalia, Missouri, and I met him in San Diego. Um, he moved there after he graduated from high school with his mom and sister. At the age of 15, he graduated from high school. Wow, This okay. is back when the old country schools moved you up. If you learned the subject of the person next to you, mm-hmm. you, know, <laughs> you yeah. moved with them. And uh, he graduated from Hughesville High School. Okay. And uh, ended up in San Diego. And I met him when he was just finishing up at San Diego State. And uh, anyway, it was love at first sight, <laughs> I'd say. And uh, anyway, we came back here on vacation. So, so let me interrupt you. What were you doing at, in, in California when Bob came out there to I go to school? I was born in Arizona uh, only because my father was uh, a civilian employee of the Naval Shipyards okay. in San Diego. All and right. it was right at the tail end of World War II. Okay. And my father was an electrician, and he was had to go out on the ships as they uh, had problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no guarantee that he was going to be home when I arrived. And so uh, we were, my, he and my mom were both originally from Arizona although my dad was born in Italy. And uh, at this time, uh, her parents, my grandfather was a doctor, and they put their their um, war coupons together for gas <laughs> and okay. uh, saved those up and drove out to California and got my mom and six-year-old sister and four-year-old brother and took them back to Arizona before okay. I was born, so I was kind of denied a California route, you know, or, or birthright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was born in Arizona. My grandfather delivered me, and along with, you know, he had delivered my mom and mm-hmm. uh, my siblings. So I was the third grandchild that he delivered. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after That's I neat. was born, they took my mom and family back to California. Mm-hmm. And that was where I was basically raised. Mm-hmm. My dad was an electrical engineer and worked for a 
uh, company that did power plants and high voltage wires and this sort of thing. And if his job was going to be more than a few months, we moved. Okay. So we moved all over the United States during my growing up time. Uh, my sister, I think, went to 16 schools. Wow. I went to 13 schools Man. in 12 years. Goodness. And uh, it, was, it was a busy time. My dad always said how lucky we were that we got to see the country and meet mm -hmm. people and all we could think of as well I have to leave these friends again mm. and start all over well what a diverse educational opportunity it I mean, was yeah. it was I, I think that may have given me my background for people I mm -hmm. like people and mm -hmm. you had to get in there and meet people each mm -hmm. time and mm -hmm. uh, get have friends mm -hmm. you know that you develop Mm -hmm. So that was part of my background. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I was in San Diego, and I was doing a work study my senior year of high school. And uh, we, I worked for a building designer in the afternoons and got credit in school. Okay. And I would come home in the evenings uh, by the city bus and uh, pick up things at the Safeway store for my mom, I would always ask her, and Bob just happened to be working there, and I just happened to focus on anything he was stalking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> until it took him six months to ask me out. <laughs> well, now that's a very important piece here that we'll talk about maybe a little bit later in the show, that Bob was working at a grocery store yes, in San Diego, and, and we'll kind of come school. back where that kind of ended up back here. So yes. uh, Mayor Wasson, uh, uh, Bob Wasson, was uh, uh, from here, born and raised uh -huh. here. So he brought you back to Sedalia in Pettis County, Missouri. He did. Yeah. He did. And uh, we came back for his class reunion in 1974. And uh, our girls were 9 and 12 at the time, and they loved the country. They okay. wanted to have horses, and we were ready for a slower pace. We had actually been thinking about moving back in this area, so we looked at it with new eyes okay. when we came. And on the way home, we decided that was what we wanted to do, mm -hmm. and uh, we got home, and we put our house on market, <laughs> and it sold to the first person that looked at it and our car our extra car and the second person bought that and it kind of you know there was no turning around then we turned in our resignations mm -hmm. at work and mm -hmm. uh, and we came back here with no jobs mm -hmm. at, uh, strictly on faith that mm -hmm. uh, this was the thing to do Bob always wanted his own business his own grocery store mm -hmm. and uh, it took 10 years before that happened because after four months or so of trying. We looked at properties, we uh, had all kinds of dreams and ideas, and, uh, but you always have to eat besides. So, you know, <laughs> the, the money that you've got in savings goes really fast when there's sure no paycheck coming in. That's right. And, yep. uh, so he went back to, uh, to the grocery industry and went mm -hmm. to work for consumers markets. Consumers. And, uh, and, and so uh, you, I know you and, and Bob, I you both personally, uh, the, uh, you are both, and you are a very strong faith 
And so you brought up that word of faith and what, you know, you kind of went out on a limb, decided to sell, come back here to Pettis County, Missouri, and, and a lot most of that was just based upon faith that things were going to work out. Yes, it really was. Yeah. And, you know, you have a dream. It may not happen immediately, but mm-hmm. it did eventually. We still had that focus, mm-hmm. and uh, we the time was right when it finally happened. And so while uh, Bob was doing the grocery business, what was Ellie doing? Oh, my goodness. The girls were busy. I as a part no, of I can't imagine that. Oh, yes. Uh, they were part of 4-H and all the school activities and uh, church activities. Mm-hmm. It was it was a, a fun time. I said the five-year period of the time, I only worked part-time. And uh, I chose my jobs. I This may sound crazy, but I hung wallpaper. My employer in San Diego who was a building designer, had a contract on a building. It was a foster freeze back then. And uh, he couldn't find a uh, wallpaper when he had a deadline to get this done. Okay. And I said, ah, I've wallpapered before. I used to help my mom all the time. There you go. And uh, so I took the job, Mm -hmm. and uh, I really enjoyed it. There you go. And so I started wallpapering back here, and... Rosie Wilson was my assistant, and we had a good time. We really did. We were kind of uh, taking care of all the the world problems at the same time that we discussed, and we Mm -hmm. picked our jobs, and Mm -hmm. we were in more houses in Sedalia, uh, personally doing something to beautify them, and uh, it was just really a fun time. We did that for five years until number three daughter arrived <laughs> okay so uh we're uh, and, and that's that's a new piece that i wasn't aware of that you were in the wallpaper business uh, yes, you know so that was just as something that kept us busy and was fun so. yeah but you brought up your daughters and i i'd like for you to share whatever you want to about your daughters oh my goodness well deanna my eldest is an optometrist yes. here in sedalia and a good friend of mine yes she has been uh in optometry for 35 years now yeah. which is hard mm-hmm. to believe yes and uh, denise is also a businesswoman in kansas city she okay. works with westco which is electrical supply company, mm-hmm. and uh, she does the big jobs, uh, the shopping centers, the uh, distribution centers, that sort of thing, and uh, inside sales. And mm-hmm. uh, she loves it. She loves people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Good. Uh, and then Amanda, my youngest, is the athletic director at Sacred Heart. And so they're all busy, mm-hmm. busy, busy people. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, six eight grandchildren <laughs> say six uh, that were ours and and two by marriage okay and uh they're they're all here and mm-hmm. uh so then not to, that doesn't even count the ones with dick my second husband mm-hmm. <laughs> so we we still stay busy mm-hmm. and manage to do all kinds of things mm-hmm. and you still have relatives out in the california yes. area and yes. i and i know when i first reached out to you you said John, I'd love to be on the show, but I'm not. I'm in California. And I said, well, we can't do it then. So we waited until you got back. But you have relatives in California. Yes, I do. We were in not sunny California, but rainy California in January, February. So it was was a busy time. I have a brother and a sister out there and Mm -hmm. a sister in Colorado. So as I've 
had time in retirement, I've been able to make the rounds and uh, mm -hmm. in visit, and it's a great time of year to usually go to those areas yeah. in the winter. And, and so you came back uh, busy with the daughters, uh, being a fantastic wife, uh, and then uh, hanging wallpaper. What was the next adventure for you? Oh, my goodness. Well, we were transferred to Joplin when Bob got a, had a, uh, a promotion with his job with consumers, and he okay. became area supervisor. So that was a little blip. I, I called it God's waiting room. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of a transition time, mm -hmm. and uh, so I can tell you more about that. Okay. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a little break here this morning. And if you've just tuned in, we've been uh, visiting with Ellie Wasson Dugan, and we're going to be right back. Okay, and welcome back to the second uh, portion of the Let's Talk uh, show here. We have in our studios uh, Ellie Wasson Dugan. And, and Ellie, uh, when we cut off from the first segment, uh, you I just brought you all the way up to the part of your life where you were living in Joplin. Uh, and, I, and I think that had a lot to do with, uh, with Bob, and he was uh, uh, got a promotion and then became an area supervisor, which kind of uh, made Sedalia Pettis County a piece of, of all of that. Uh, and then that brought you back to Sedalia and Pettis County again. Okay. We had always wanted our own business, or Bob had especially, and it always involved me. Well, <laughs> so sure. I was always part of that. And uh, I found uh, a sandwich shop there in Joplin, actually, okay. that I I thought it was fantastic business, something that I could do on my own. Okay. It was uh, a woman and her daughter had mm -hmm. just opened it, and a friend of mine uh, said, hey, you've got to go to lunch here. The food is fantastic, and uh, you'd really like it. And I went, and immediately I thought, ah, this is good, and this is something I could do. Mm -hmm. And I approached her uh, about the idea of franchising, she hadn't been open a year yet, and she says, what, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you find a location or decide what you would like to do, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. If you can find something, we'll pursue it. Okay. And uh, at that time, Bob went from the Four Corners District of Consumers Markets and it was brought into the Springfield, and his territory included all the way to Marshall, okay. and down into Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was able to get an apartment in Springfield, and we moved back to our home in the country here. Okay. And I started looking for a location mm -hmm. for uh, a restaurant, mm -hmm. and it took me a good, oh, what, four or five months of, of really looking mm -hmm. before I was able to find one. Uh, properties are interesting, and so we saw a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned. And that was here in Sedalia, right? Yes. Okay. I learned quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, mm -hmm. during this time, I attended restaurant association meetings in Springfield. Okay. And got to know a lot of the things that I would need to know in mm -hmm. the industry. Mm -hmm. And I also went down and spent a week in her shop before I made my 
decision and uh, decided that this was really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then it was visiting bankers, as, like yourself, yeah, <laughs> okay. and uh, looking for someone who would take the chance because mm -hmm. uh, at that time, independent restaurants had a failure rate of 90% in yes. the first year. Mm -hmm. And so bankers are not real happy with those rates. I confess that is true. <laughs> that is. And uh, I put together a presentation and I did all my studies, traffic studies. I did uh, locations, I gave backgrounds. Of, mm -hmm. But again, I was sure it would work. I just knew it would. It was something that, that I felt like we didn't have was mm -hmm. a little place to visit and take go out to lunch with somebody and have something a little different. Mm -hmm. And uh, so without a doubt, I, I sold it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the banks here in Sedalia said, okay, we'll do this. And uh, we found the location on West 9th Street, uh, it was back behind things, uh, out of sight. And mm -hmm. I had one supplier that told me, oh gosh, months later, uh, that he, I had contacted the food purveyors and uh, told them, to, you know, asked them that they, if they would come by mm -hmm. and so I could see what they had and uh, sure. you know, do some orders with them. And one of them said he drove by and saw the location. He thought, this will never make it. Mm. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and so he didn't get in on the first of my business, mm -hmm. which was really good. Mm -hmm. And I uh, was wise enough to hire wonderful women that were great cooks mm -hmm. and had uh, that, mm -hmm. uh, that work ethic. You know, they knew at home. These were women that I, I knew from the Green Ridge area and uh, from from just around Sedalia. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were they were wonderful employees. And we didn't even have to advertise when we opened because word of mouth, and we all had mouths, believe <laughs> me. And uh, women talk. Uh, we were inundated the mm -hmm. moment we opened the door. Mm -hmm. And it was quite an experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel for restaurants. I try not to go the first month you know that a new restaurant opens mm -hmm. because it's a tough time they're, they're still getting systems everything. down yeah and yeah. Uh, so it was a learning process mm -hmm. but uh, we mm -hmm. survived and uh, mighty melt is still in business well and, and and i'm wondering if our listeners still remember well, you know that was on west 9th street uh -huh. and it was actually just one block east of 65 highway yes. it was a standalone building there yes. Uh, yes. and you could see it from the highway but you you it, but you got to be looking you for gotta it be looking right for it, definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is uh you know the best way maybe to describe that to our current listeners who are maybe weren't around back then which is behind goodies uh, restaurant yes. now yes. you know you know to the east of goodies there so that was the first location and you had a huge success there we did uh, we were there five years Five years, and okay. then the bank uh, that we actually rented our parking lot from uh, sold the land to, to what was then Burger Station that okay. came yes. in, yes. and uh, we lost our parking. Okay. And I started in, uh, uh, during this time, well, actually it was, it was when I was opening my third Mighty Melt in Namnoster that Bob came home and heard that uh, the uh, owners of the food liner, which was the little grocery store there on Broadway, were wanting to retire. And uh, he went in and he said, this is it. 
uh, we finally get my grocery business. There you and, go. Uh, so the, the bankers were looking at us a little cockeyed then when we had three restaurants and we're looking for a loan for, <laughs> for a grocery store to boot. And uh, I told them, I said, uh, you know, I would work on on building in the business for now and then eventually we would go into the grocery business since that was what Bob had wanted. Okay. Uh, he, I, I continued with my, my restaurants and uh, Jenny and Dale Arnett. Jenny actually worked for me as mm -hmm. my baker at mm -hmm. Mighty Melt and Dale worked with Bob at Consumers. Okay. And Dale was ready to try something different and so we brought them in uh, as kind of partners uh, okay. to begin with mm -hmm. and uh, until they could decide if they wanted to buy it. And okay. then they eventually purchased the business and I went and started delis and Bob stores. <laughs> and okay. first his first deli and uh, here I went from baking this wonderful bread and, uh, and having all fresh ingredients to deep fried everything <laughs> that was hard well i don't know tim i'm kind of partial to deep fried know, myself I, you know i know we all are that's that's <laughs> that's generally the weight problem uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, chester fried chicken mm -hmm. was was my next vocation yeah. and uh, chester fried chicken with grease up to my elbows there and, but, there you uh, go I've never been afraid of work, and mm -hmm. uh, that was what he wanted, mm -hmm. and so that mm -hmm. was the direction we went at that time. Well, y y you know, our listeners have heard now uh, about your upbringing of going through 12 or 13 different schools by the time you graduated high school all over the country, and uh, your move back here, uh, being a, a fantastic mother and a wife. Uh -huh. Uh, but then, uh, then as as I probably know you closer about because of our uh, our uh, our contact over the years is you know the businesswoman that you became and that you were successful in just about everything you and Bob touched. I, you know that was uh, well, we were happy with it. It was good. Mm -hmm. uh, the interesting part, I think, probably uh, we closed the store and in '99 uh, and. Uh, Walmart had come in four years earlier, right? And uh, generally, the smallest store in the area is the first one to go. Okay. you know the mm -hmm. competition. But Walmart had their super center, and mm -hmm. uh, consumers had just a few years before that built their beautiful big store where J.C. Penney's right. well, is. is now. And mm -hmm. it never got out of the red after Walmart opened with mm -hmm. everything. And do you understand, people, you know, this is the way of shopping. Mm -hmm. If people mm -hmm. can do a one-stop shop, they will. And sure. uh, and we understood that, and Bob understood that that's business. Mm -hmm. And uh, we lost about a third of our business. Mm -hmm. And that is tough when you're on a low percentage, you know, markup. Well, and, sure. Uh, it, it was it was hard but Bob's goal at that time was just keep going and see what happens and we did we managed to keep afloat and pay off all of our debt good and he said I will not go out of business owing anyone anything there you and, go uh, we we stuck with it we put in a lot of hours and uh, but it was good it was a it was part of part of our development mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we, we did close in 99, and in 98, I went to work for the partnership 
Pettis County Community Partnership yes. doing something that I loved. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a, a perfect job for me at the time. My background, during all this, I'd always been a volunteer and always been active in community organizations. Sure. So it was kind of a fruition of all that experience that I took the job as the retired and senior volunteer director mm -hmm. and recruited. I, it was a new program and I went from, I think we had on the, the rolls when I got there, I think there were 13 volunteers and I think seven of them were the uh, the examples that were in the program, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, just mm -hmm. fictitious names. So mm -hmm. we started pretty much at the very beginning and developed it, and I had close to 300 volunteers by the time wow. I left, mm -hmm. and we had grown in uh, volunteer stations, mm -hmm. uh, which were places like the Center for Human Services, uh, the Boys and Girls Club, all these, whenever they needed a volunteer, they mm -hmm. would let us know and we would recruit those volunteers, mm -hmm. whether they be episodic, you know, meaning just a one time or, you know, right. during this particular mm -hmm. season or someone that wanted to volunteer all the time, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, at least a couple of hours a week. And uh, so it was, it was great and I enjoyed that. It really was a really neat program in that, uh, yes, it helped those uh, that needed the extra help in yes. those organizations. But yes. I think that those senior citizens kept them active oh. and it kept them connected. And so they got just as much benefit out of that program as the folks that they were helping. Well, there's something called Helpers High. And there you doing go. something for other people does encourage you and it, it gives you a feeling of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we all look for. Mm -hmm. You hate to sit down in a recliner chair when you retire and, uh, you know, put your feet up. Well, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's and, exactly uh, right. So yeah. it's it's a good thing. It really is. Mm -hmm. And it was utilizing the talents and the experiences of people, uh, of seniors, yes. and my gosh, they, they have so much to give and mm -hmm. so much knowledge to share. Mm -hmm. It was a perfect It match. was a good program, and we'll, uh, we're going to take another break. Uh, we have uh, Ellie Wasson-Dugan in our studios along with Tim and I, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Let's Talk. Uh, we have the pleasure of having Ellie Watson Dugan in our studios here this morning. And Ellie, thank you for uh, uh, for taking the time and coming in here. And people think that you know when you're retired, you got all the time in the world. Well, I know that you're a very busy lady, and it's still we appreciate you taking the time and being here. Yeah, you, you know, um, uh, sometimes it's hard for our guests to really talk about themselves very much and their accolades and the things that they have done. Uh, so I'm going to take a, a little bit of liberty here. And, you know, we left off about the uh, Pettis County Community Partnership uh, and your, your term with them. Uh, and you did some great things through them. Uh, but we're going to come back to that. But I want our listeners to know that uh, you were uh, the director of the uh, Sedalia Senior Center. You were the director of the Pettis County United Way. Uh, you've received several awards uh, from the RLDS Church, from the NAACP, uh, because uh, you were a fantastic First Lady of Sedalia from 2002 to 2009. 
you were on the board of the uh, Community Cafe, the Liberty Tambo Apartment Board, uh, and, and, and the list goes on. But I guess my, my point here is I want our listeners to know how valuable you have been and your life has been to our community right here in today in Pettis County. So thank you for all that you've done. Now I'm going to take you back to the Pettis County Community Partnership because I'm reminded daily because I see the buses rolling that you were the one who, with a committee, that really got bus service in our community. Talk to us about that. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was an interesting time because as uh, my in my position at the partnership I provided volunteers for people and services and one of them was transportation and we would take people to medical appointments uh, even to Columbia or Kansas City if sure. necessary and uh, we started getting calls from people wanting services here in Sedalia. Mm -hmm. The bus service had, uh, or the taxi service had gone out of business and the uh, uh, Greyhound bus or the trailways didn't go through here anymore. It it just, there was a real lack of transportation. And uh, the government push even at that time was uh, transportation being the two between welfare to work. Mm-hmm. And you needed transportation to be able to have keep a job it, it, the way we are at this point. Well, sure. And uh, the bicycles don't go far in the winter here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, we realized that there was a, a true need in the community. And we called together key organizations and persons that we thought would be able to contribute something towards a... Uh, answer to our problem of lack of public transportation. And uh, so those that we called together were amazing. They they realized the situation and uh, between the different organizations, uh, the police department donated a an old detective car that he no, they no longer used and okay. we got volunteer drivers. Uh, we managed to, to have someone answer the phones and uh, it, it worked. We provided a, a transportation service and then a private party came in and t- took over the, tr- the uh, taxi. We realized that we needed a fixed route bus system too. Oats was the only system and they were already committed to the Head Start program and okay. uh, to the Center for Human Services. They had contracts and mm-hmm. they had all they could do at the time to keep up with the, the needs for their partners. Um, we went to the United Way. I was not the director at that time, but we went to the United Way requesting funds uh, to uh, buy a bus uh, to assist us in doing so. And they were kind enough to see the need also. We had a panel that came and gave our presentation and uh, we got a, received a $5,000 grant to do a community match and uh, to assist Oates, who was our primary uh, provider with purchasing a bus okay. just for, for us to use as a, for a fixed route bus mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, <laughs> I remember the day I was sitting in, in Joyce Jackson's office. She was with Missouri Valley uh, 
community action agency, yes. and we were trying to come up with a name for the bus. And uh, we <laughs> say, we liked Sedalia Transit District. And we thought we could put STD on all the buses. And I can remember us sitting there and thinking, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> and we, we just kind of rolled over laughing then. Yeah. You know, that it, would it look sunk really in. good. Yeah. Yes, uh -huh. yes, the STDs, the, the disease bus. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we, we did come up with, uh, you know, get on the bus as a theme. And uh, we started, to, we're able to put together a fixed route system. Mm -hmm. I would at night think about all the places that we wanted to to uh, have as main destinations and, mm -hmm. uh, and would put it all together. And we came up with a map and, uh, and the bus system is still running today. And that was in 1999. 1999. Uh, yes. Okay. So, and that was another one that People said this will never work, mm -hmm. and it had been tried uh, during uh, another mayor uh, term, mm -hmm. and he said, "Nope." He says we tried it; it didn't work, and it did. Mm -hmm. So we still are serving the community. Mm -hmm. Well, it, and it worked because you connected the right people yes. and got everybody on. <laughs> if I could use the phrase, you got everybody on, on board, board of the yes, project. We did. Uh, and it was a, a genuine need in our community. It and, and it's just like most positive things that happened. You started off completely with all volunteers. Yes, uh, sure and did. and that, that reflects on the community that we live in. Oh, uh, we have a tremendous yes. uh, community of people who really care about their neighbors, and you don't find that everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what kept me in Sedalia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really has. It hasn't been the weather necessarily. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been the people. Mm -hmm. And I think that is is something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. We definitely have a supporting quality community we here. Do. We have the opportunity to we live do. here. So if they see the need, they they take care of it. Yeah. You, you know, um, uh, Ellie, we don't have a whole lot of time left in this last segment here, but, you know, we've talked about a whole, a whole lot of different things that you've done. What do you have that kind of sticks in your mind that you know, uh, that something happened or something was very interesting or you're really proud of? Is there something that you can reach back into your mind and want to share with our listeners this well, morning? I, I've always believed in the Lewis Carroll phrase, um, what is really worth the doing is what you do for others. And, uh, you Fantastic. know, it's not really the number of years we're on this planet, but how we use those years yes. that really count. Mm -hmm. And I had a nephew that was uh, killed in an automobile accident at the mm -hmm. age of 19, and he was a wonderful, wonderful young man. And I, it hit me at his memorial service. Uh, this young man had touched more people in his 19 years of life than most people do by the age of 90. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, it was hard to let him go, but my goodness, he had done more and contributed. He had used his time well, there and I wanted to use my time well. Mm -hmm. And I, I really feel like each day I try and think of what I can do to help someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just part of me. And mm -hmm. Mighty Milk came about for that reason. Uh, you know, I saw 
a need for people to have fellowship and to get together and over food. That's mm-hmm. biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a lot of sure. uh, all sure. the meetings. Break bread together. It, we do. And uh, so that I was very proud of. And I'm proud of the fact that it's it mm-hmm. stayed this long, but that's not due to me. That's due to those who worked it and, and have made it continuously a success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's probably one of the highlights of my life. And for somebody to say, oh, this will never work, you know, that that usually charges me. That's right. <laughs> you know? I'm challenged that way, too. You yes. know, if it, yeah, but that's you can't do that. Well, you find a way to make it you work, do. you know. You and, do. If uh, you believe in it, you're going to, to find a way. And, and, you know, if you had a uh, if you're looking to invest in the restaurant business, uh, you'd look at a franchise. And let's say we're talking about McDonald's or Hardee's or whatever that is. Uh, you're the bottom line is, is that in today's investment world, you look at where the profitability is and those kind of things. That was, and, and yes, you did the research and you made sure that your Mighty Melt, uh, which turned out to be a franchise and a, and a small chain, uh, that it was going to work. You did all of that, but on top of that, or the reason why, was to bring people together, let them drink coffee, have a nice sandwich, and uh, create a more community atmosphere in your restaurant. It really was, and I think that was the joy of it and seeing people each day uh, it was always a challenge if someone came up to the register and was not in a good mood was to make them smile mm-hmm. and uh, you know just to make your day better mm-hmm. and uh, that's a little thing you can do going out a door holding it for someone and making eye contact and smiling well sure you know it just makes life better mm-hmm. so um what's next for for ellie oh my goodness i've, I've you know after my second husband passed away, I said, God, I know you have a purpose for my life, and you're going to have to show me. And, of course, multiple things happened. I have number, you know, one of the biggest was uh, my daughter Amanda had twins. Oh, and, boy. And uh, I spent the first year being Nana to twins. Fantastic. And, uh, that was always uh, an interesting time and uh, <laughs> the other grandma helped me two days a week and uh, I took the other ones and uh, it was I, I told Amanda one day if you come home and they're sitting on the curb in their <laughs> car seats you know I've had enough <laughs> but, uh, that would never happen I that, know you too I've well I've enjoyed Ellie. them I have yes. enjoyed them and I continue to do uh, uh, different projects but uh, there are a lot of other needs you know for families and the rest my girls always used to say if I was cooking something good, they knew it was going out the door, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I try and do that every now and then. And I knew that I wanted to spend more time with family and mm-hmm. uh, take care of any needs that we had there. And I'm available. I go out to California and, and help my sister-in-law with my brother who mm-hmm. has dementia. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's it's given me the freedom and in these years to be able to do a lot of different things. Well, that's neat. And, and we've talked about on our show already this morning uh, about Mayor Bob Wasson. Uh-huh. Uh, and and uh, I was a benefactor of one of his programs, and, and that was uh, he would have a prayer breakfast with community leaders. Uh, he started that as mayor. Uh, yes. And then the mayors uh, have since, uh, many of them have followed those footsteps. They sure and, have. Yeah, and, and that's, that, you know, that's a testament to him and his faith and his uh, his belief on getting things done, which paralleled everything that you've oh, said here this morning and the well, life that you've led. I can credit Judy Moriarty Ebers for that. Okay. You know, 
she really works on it every year, and that's coming up. She caught me at, at another event just recently and said, hey, you know, remember the mayor's prayer breakfast. There and you we go. Do. Yeah. And it honors young people well, in sure. the community that have accomplished a lot in, mm-hmm. through their churches. Absolutely. And and, and we, uh, we've talked about Mayor Wasson, uh, which who you were married to yes. and widowed from. 47 for 40, years. Well, that's, yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, but then we haven't really said very much about Richard Dugan. And I know uh, you were married. Uh, and, and so what part of that life was... Uh, uh, well, it's a different time of your life. Sure. Um, I said he was the dessert of my life, and he was. Okay. He was a joy. And uh, it, it was a short two years he became ill. Yes. Uh, but uh, he was certainly a joy. He was a retired attorney, and uh, we had some opportunities to do some fun things. And, Great. Uh, and continuing, he... He attended even my United Way projects the first yes. year, and uh, and I think we, it was kind of like the frosting on the cake, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, fun, fun times, and so. Um, uh, without me going through and, and uh, rereading or going over again all of those great things that you've done through our community, is there anything that I've left out that you wanted to share with our listeners oh this morning? Oh, my goodness. I, I know you served on a school board before. Yes, you know? I did. And that, and, was, and that uh, can be touch and go. Oh, my know. goodness. Yes. Those were long nights. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, quite an experience. I said that I think there was one night that we, I came home, and I think the sun was coming up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that was one of those long Long, meetings but you know it's a good experience it really is Mm -hmm. and it was I was the first woman in fact there were two of us elected at the same time we were the first women on the board uh, in Green Ridge RA school district and uh, I think the women in the community decided that they needed women on the board and so that's fantastic both of us and we Mm -hmm. both served yeah. So it was it was a, a different time, and like I say, any opportunity you have to do something different, mm-hmm. others don't be shy. Just mm-hmm. we've always just stepped out and tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and and another piece of that that I've heard you say in, in a different way is that don't let somebody say it can't be done when you know that you can do it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. And uh, I think that assurance inside, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think this is where God put me at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a purpose for yeah. it. Well, this, uh, that's going to about wrap up our show for this morning, and I want to thank uh, uh, Tim and I both want to thank you, Ellie, uh, for coming in, being with us this morning, uh, but more importantly, thank you for everything that you've done for our community, for Sedalia through Pettis County, and uh, your your touch has outreached so many people, and uh, the bus service has continued going on here, and so, you know, a lot of things began with you, and so we just really appreciate and, and love you for being here. Well, I thank you. It's it's never me alone. There's always partners Absolutely. and uh, people that encourage you. So we're grateful for that. Thank Good. you, John. My pleasure. And tune in every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock.